Curry for three. Off the rim. Rebound loose. Battle tip to Looney who shoveled it up and in. Oh, Looney just threw it up in traffic and it went in. The Prayers lead by two. It's 102-100. A prayer was answered. Warriors had to have this one going into a back-to-back in New York tomorrow night. Yep. Steph Curry makes five threes, so he's one away to tie and two to have the all-time three-point record. But as we said, more importantly, the Warriors get the win. And I think Kevon Looney's got the headset on. Kevon becoming a regular here on Warriors <laughs> Radio. Uh, so we, they didn't run five up for you tonight, but you did get a lot of five down. A lot of five down there. <laughs> right. T- tell me about that last play, the game-winning shot. And you were coming down the, the paint trying to follow the ball. What was your, your thought process there? Uh, I just wanted to get in the paint. Uh, I, I knew uh, Wiggs and Otto, I saw them make a play on the ball. I just wanted to be in the mix and try to get a, uh, keep the ball alive. But I caught the ball right underneath the basket to try to get up as quick as possible and try to finish it. And that's what I did. And it seemed like tonight was a night, you know, how much did you use the gravity of Curry to get your offensive opportunities tonight? Uh, I used it a lot. You know, a lot of people are paying attention to Steph and even JP. You know, they put a lot of pressure on, on the rim. I was able to uh, work the dunker, get behind the play, and, and get a lot of drop-offs. And something I've been working on, uh, talking with, with Decky about it, and I was able to get it done today. Well, so. Kavon, your 14 points tonight, every one of them that were needed, and you had to fight inside like that because they, they've got an imposing front line when you talk about Sabonis and Turner. Right. But the gravity of Stephen Curry to bring people away from the, the rim helped you to get inside a little bit, and you got some pretty easy ones for you. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, you know Sabonis and Miles Turner are a unique, a unique front court. You know, uh, Sabonis does a lot of the low post work. You got Miles Turner, who's a great shot blocker, and can shoot the ball. But, uh, you know, they got a tough time trying to you know, do pick and rolls with Steph. So I was able to get behind the defense, and Draymond was able to find me. Steph was able to find me. JP was able to find me. Uh, just being in the right spot at the right time. Well, you and Draymond uh, did such a super job rebounding. Uh, you're a good tandem out there, and you guys out-rebounded a team that uh, has big men like that, known for their rebounding prowess. Uh, uh, and and, and, and I'll tell you what, that means you get enough shots. All the turnovers <laughs> that the Warriors had tonight, 18 turnovers, you still almost had the same number of field goal attempts as Indiana. That's because you rebounded so well. Oh uh, Yeah, we, uh, me and Draymond, everybody takes pride of uh, being a good rebounder team this year. I take pride of getting offensive rebounds, trying to keep the ball alive, get extra possessions for our teammates. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough when you, when you play this guy like Sabonis and Turner. It feel like they got every, every rebound against us down the stretch, but we was able to get, uh, make plays and uh, close the game out. 14 points, 8 rebounds, a 3 assists. Who knows how many screen assists. <laughs> uh, Kavon, congratulations. That was a hard-fought, well-earned win. All right, thank you. Well, Kavon Looney, our post-game guest, season high 14 points. His career high is 15. 8 rebounds, game-winning layup with 13.4 to go. And the Warriors get the win 102 to 100. Tim Roy topside along with Jim Barnett. Glad you were with us tonight. And we are going to remind you that it's a quick turnaround. Warriors go to New York tonight. They play the Knicks tomorrow, 4 o'clock with the pregame show at 4.30 with the uh, tip-off. And that's between the Warriors and the New York Knicks, our first meeting with the Knickerbockers this year. So we'll have to see how what's going on with their ball club. By the way, don't forget to tune into the Morning Roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky each Tuesday at 8.30 for the Executive Show. Each week they'll be joined by either Zaza Pachulia or Bob Myers. The Executive Show every Tuesday morning at 8.30 on 95.7. The game brought to you by Free Spirits. Jim Barnett, nice win tonight for Golden State. It really was. That uh, If you want to talk about uh, a game with two halves, t- today was the game. Uh, the first half, the Warriors did not look like 
a team that was came in at 21 and five. Uh, didn't resemble anything like that. They had turned the ball over so much, particularly in that second quarter where they had nine turnovers uh, and just denying themselves. They weren't shooting. At halftime, they were 3 of 14 from 3. They just were not making shots, and uh, the, the bench helped them a little bit. bench had 16 of the 47 points in that first half, and they also were not stopping. They allowed 55 points from Indiana. Indiana had nine more made free throws, so the Warriors weren't playing tough defense. Uh, they were fouling too much, getting behind. Uh, but the second half, they turned it all around, and they just flip-flopped everything. In the second half, they, they found their range. They shot not, not particularly well from three-point range. They ended up 5-16, but that was still better than the 3-14 of 14 from Indiana. But they just shot. They got their shots. They, they stopped turning the ball over quite so badly. And... Uh, they, they shot 56% in the second half. Um, they scored 55 points, and their defense got really good, and it got good when it really counted. With 3.43 to go, they're down six, 96-91. They finished the game on 11-4 run there. Uh, their defense was absolutely superb, and uh, they came away with a win. Did they deserve to win it? Uh, you know, Indiana made some mistakes along the way there. They faded. There were a couple of threes that they were wide open. They went in and out for them, but that's the way... It goes. Uh, and Curry did not get the record tonight, so he'll be looking at that in New York. And I hope that's not a distraction as much as it was today. Yeah, a little bit of a distraction, you could tell. And, again, I, I just think the sooner this record goes you know, into Steph Curry's hands, the better it will be for the Warriors as a team overall. Uh, because I just think it's it's kind of hanging there, and that's a, you know the the first question Steph Curry will get asked tonight. Steve Curry will be asked tonight is is what do you think about you know Steph get chance to break the record tomorrow in New York, and and so uh, and and now th- this is also Jim. You know, now that this game is over, we can look to tomorrow night, but yeah. but uh, we'll do that in a moment because I've got a, a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. But um, you know, a couple of things tonight it, they faced a tandem in Brogdon and Sabonis. They're very good. I mean, the, the two of them combined for 53 points, 17 rebounds, and eight assists. And they were just tough to handle tonight. And I think, you know, tonight's tonight where you could have used, obviously, a Clay Thompson. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, uh, way that the Warriors won tonight because they, they scrapped. And they yes. got, you know, Otto Porter was big for them tonight. Coming off the bench, did five shots, didn't hit a three. But he had 10 points and six rebounds. You know, the the defense of Gary Payton, the second, nine minutes, only one steal. But he must have forced what? He forced a, a missed shot at the yep. end of a quarter. Yes. Forced a turnover at a huge point in the game, obviously, uh, right at the end. Yes. Which set up the win. Biggest, and, one, biggest one of the night. And, you know, he, he has he's listed as a minus 12, but he's a huge re- and plus minus. But he's a huge reason they won this game tonight. Uh, without question. He, he just is a pest out there and he can also do it and he picks up steals and he and he picks up deflections and he does that without fouling Tim he's aggressive but he's got quick hands and I think offensive players underestimate him they don't know who he is and he surprises them and he's got a lot of confidence he's strong he plays low to the ground so he stays where the ball is and he's and he's a he's a great anticipator uh, they won this game on, on their defense. It wasn't their offense. The offense did come around much better in the second half, but their defense really got much better than it was in that first half and kept them off the line for the most part. I must have misunderstood a signal, by the way, from our, our stat guy tonight because yeah. uh, that game was in New York, the Reggie Miller game. I you got R.C. Davis sent me a clip of it, our yeah. producer. And I thought so. Yeah, you were. Because I remember him. Uh, who's the? Uh, Spike Lee. Sp- yeah. Spike Lee. I yeah. remember him. 
I remember yeah. him doing all of that and the gyrations and him coming over and, t- and looking at Spike and <laughs> making, him, yeah. making him eat all the words. <clears throat> yes, and that's yeah, just you that. know, that's what you expect out of a guy from Riverside. You know, <laughs> Riverside, yeah. Who else is from Riverside? Any other NBA players? I yeah. think, yeah, you. You know what? Right. <laughs> Reggie Miller, Bob Rule from Riverside. Kawhi Leonard. Actually, Kawhi Leonard. You, you look at the population and, and the type of players that they've produced out of that that town. That's a that's a pretty good run right yeah. there. And you know who the first one was though? It was you? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Crazy Horse. Yeah, no. I was the first one. I was the first NBA player from Riverside. But, that is but, a fact. But you know the, the, the I know we're way off topic here. But yeah. the other the other thing is that uh, uh, I always I said, well, all you know, all you go with your all time New York team or whatever. I'll, I'll go with the all time Akron team just for fun because it would be Steph, LeBron. Uh, Gus Johnson and Nate Thurman to start, so I'll go. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll take that team and just, give my, take just my chances. Those two. Just those two, yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, you're not going to get any second chance points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yes. going to get any. Yeah, and 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 you've got what, the best shooter of all time and one of the top two or three players of all time as well. So <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, but but you know now Steph has a chance. He goes for the the record tomorrow night, and the, they get this win tonight, which is a very important win. And because again, you don't you don't want to start a five game rodeo on two. You just don't want to do that. And so now they 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 win a game that you know really they had to, to gut out. Didn't have a great night, but they hold another team below fifty percent. Their defense and people talk they always yep. talk about Curry and the threes. Their defense is the reason why they're twenty two and five. There's Without no question. doubt about. It. I mean, and even in Philadelphia, uh, losing that game a couple of nights ago. Uh, when they only shot 40%, they shot 12 of 48 from three-point range. Then, uh, they just could not do anything from the field. And Philadelphia beat them, but Philadelphia shot 46% in that game, which is <laughs> one of the worst defensive games the Warriors have played. Allowed 101 points, 46%, and it's still doggone good because a lot of teams in the league uh, give up 46% on every given night. Let me ask you this. Uh, 34 minutes for Andrew Wiggins. Yep. Uh, Draymond, 31, 35 for Steph. You think how much will that affect tomorrow night, you think, in New York? I think it'll be psychological because I think everybody's going to be up. Uh, the adrenaline and, uh, you know, uh, you know better than to ask me that because, <laughs> you know, we know, did the five know, nights in a row. But, but it, 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 it is a factor, but that's where you have to overcome it mentally, okay? And, and you just give because then you've got a couple of days to rest, before you get absolutely before you play Boston. absolutely that's the one the one thing uh, you know I'm I'm old school I if I'm if I'm going east for a five game set I like to play one and then back to back day off back to back let's get them over and get put them in the books I agree you know, I but, agree we'll see how it goes uh, New York start off the year pretty good they've lost three in a row now um, and and you never know who to guard when you're playing against the Knicks this year. Well, Julius Randle's one guy you got to well, Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's going he wants to and if you let him get going, he'll he'll take every shot. By the way, he loves to shoot the basketball. He's pretty good at doing it. Well, I think also too, I think the Knicks might have snuck up on some people last year a little uh-huh. bit, mm-hmm. but I think they're not sneaking up on anybody anymore, and I think that people are coming into New York saying, "Okay, we got to we got to play well to beat this team." Yeah. Yeah. And I think they've raised the level of play. Plus, let's face it, the East is better this year. You know, Washington is a solid squad. Cleveland continues to impress. Uh, you know, the East right now, if you look at the, the bottom end of the standings, yes. when you get to the 8, 9, 10, they have better records than the West. And when was the last time we said that? It's been years since that happened. So maybe yeah. the pendulum has well, finally swung, which might uh, give another reason why Indy, what, uh, why New York is off to a slow start. You look at Boston and Toronto, how tough it is in the East. Yeah, Boston is a game under five hundred. 
Toronto is two games. They're 12 and 14 under 500. Now, a little spoiler alert, they're actually 13 and 14 now. We'll find out about that in just a minute when I run down the score. So Toronto must have won a game. They did win a game. Okay. So it's on to the Kaiser Permanente well, scoreboard. Jim, nice job today. Final words? Yeah. Um, I'm glad they won. <laughs> I, and, and I have to say, I, I never was positive. I, I never, never felt they, oh, they're going to come back and win it. Absolutely. Uh, but tonight they did. And I thought, Looney, you know, he took advantage uh, to get the 14 points that he did, uh, fighting against uh, uphill against uh, Miles Turner and Sabonis inside. It's, that's tough. And Sabonis got his 30 and he got his 11. But the Warriors came away with a, victor, a victory tonight. And um, I, I, will, I will say this. They fought for it, but they were also a little fortunate. That final possession, if Karis LeVert had hit a bucket, I would have been perfectly fine with that because that last possession, the, the two guys I didn't want to see get a shot off were Sabonis or Brogdon. Uh-huh. And they got into LeVert's hands, and Correct. Peyton kind of made him go where he didn't want to go, and he kind of slipped and fell down, and the Warriors were able to win the it's, game. It's nice when you force a guy to his left hand and don't give him the right. Okay? You make it sound so simple. It is pretty simple. (laughs) It's hard to do, but it's it's a pretty simple theory. More theories tomorrow night from Madison Square Garden will be way high above the sideline at MSG tomorrow night. And, again, it's a 4 o'clock with the pregame show.